Welcome back to the AM show. I'm Miles Davis alongside Andre Monroe. Andre, how's it going today? Uh, summer is coming up, so it's going pretty good. How about you? Pretty good, man. I'm excited to get into the topics that we have for today. Yeah, uh, the first thing, I mean, has been the only really, the only thing sports fans have been watching recently, and it's the Last Dance, Michael Jordan documentary on the Bulls dynasty. And it was highly anticipated. It actually came out earlier than expected uh, because, of course, we were without sports, and it kind of filled that void uh, of sports uh, happening. So, what, what did you think about the documentary, and specifically Michael Jordan, the dynasty? What were your thoughts? Well, going in, it just shows that how much Michael Jordan really appreciated the game and how much he how much he wanted to win and how that competitive edge that he had and that dog mentality just really it really influenced him and in how he became a champion, you know? Yeah. I mean, the f- one thing you could say about Michael Jordan is how competitive he is. I mean, I think he's the most competitive athlete I've ever seen out of Kobe Bryant, Tom Brady, uh, Tiger Woods. Like, he's just probably the most competitive. And you saw, like, you, you saw the interviews, the things that happened, like, under any circumstance, he he was going to win, and he was going to try his best to win. Doesn't matter who was hurt. Doesn't matter who, uh, whose ego was affected by it. I mean, he just wanted to win. That's all. And it's kind of something that you don't see that much anymore. Yeah, and then one of the things that I also took away, and I know this kind of disagrees with one of the things that you believe in, and that's just I think that Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. I feel like the documentary, I feel like it really emphasized how like because of all the things that he accomplished and just that just how talented he was that is why in my eyes he's the greatest basketball player of all time but i know you disagree well yeah, yeah, yeah i was and i knew that was going to come but you know and this is something many people have been saying uh throughout episodes one to eight i think it was one to nine whatever this is something that i knew was going to be brought up once the documentary came out and i mean Watching the documentary or watching, you know, highlights of the documentary, hearing people talk about it. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think anything in the documentary we heard or we saw is anything different than we already knew about Michael Jordan. And I, I guess it kind of emphasizes it, emphasizes it even more. Uh, I guess it's kind of recency bias. But, I mean, Michael Jordan, we can have the good discussion anytime. But I should get how this would be the thing that leads people to think that Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Not just you, but people in general. Like, I've heard people criticize uh, LeBron, even though he's not even in the documentary. I've heard people claim that Michael Jordan is the GOAT based off a documentary, which the things in the documentary that we saw, that we heard, are many things that we already knew. And I just don't know why that's coming up now. But maybe you can maybe you can talk about that a bit, because I was wondering that. Well, yeah. What, what I... What I am very disappointed in and i know that a bunch of people agree with me on this is that how people when you're talking about when you're having the jordan versus lebron goat conversation people tend people a lot of people tend to believe or i guess they do this is that when they're talking about how great one is they always diss the other one you know so when you're talking about how great jordan is and how he's the goat you're you're also they also go into depth as why they hate on LeBron, and then when they say mm-hmm. LeBron is the goat, they go into depth as to why they hate Jordan. And for me at least, I wish people because this is what I try and do my best is acknowledge that these are the two greatest players of all time. You can't deny that. 
These are the two greatest players. Whichever one you think is the best, that is your opinion. You got and you're entitled to that. But you cannot. But I believe that you cannot argue that these are the two greatest players of all time. I uh, I mean, a lot of people disagree with you, specifically Paul Pierce. But I mean, I totally agree with you. One, I totally agree with you. Even though I don't don't agree with Michael Jordan being the goat, I agree that you know. If you want to have a debate about, I mean, in anything, if you want to have a debate about two players and which one is the best, I just don't know why you have to knock down the other to lift up the to lift up the other one. And for me, in this situation, I think people do that when they discuss Michael Jordan versus LeBron James because I feel like it's re- it's really close. So what people resor- resort to is knocking down the other to make the other one look bad and to make the other one look better. If you know what I'm talking about, because the two players, Michael Jordan and LeBron, they're so close and uh, in terms of, you know, skill, talent, athleticism, and just being a all-around good basketball player. And I think that's the reason why people, you know, they go back and forth about this player did that, this player did that, and which, I mean, because when it comes down to it, you know, both players have their separate accomplishments. I mean, Jordan has six rings, LeBron does, and we all know that, but both players have their separate accomplishments and the discussion i mean at this point is just which players which players accomplishments mean more i guess like which because lebron fans argue that you know even though he has three rings he was on the cavaliers he was on the heat i mean he was he wasn't on a super team for his whole career like jordan was so yeah i mean this we weren't really supposed to have this debate but it's just funny when you look at it yeah, I was recently talking to someone who loved watching. He was actually I was talking to someone he, who's a big Isaiah Thomas fan. And one of the points that he emphasized about Jordan is the competition that he had to face in comparison to like players like LeBron. Now he's not I'm I don't I didn't ask him which person he said was the GOAT, but when talking about the competition that Jordan had to face, he had to face now, yes, he faced when without Pippen, he faced the Celtics in the 80s, and that Celtics team, of course, was amazing. Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, etc. Yeah. But then he also faced Magic Johnson on the last leg of his career. He faced, he only faced, like, he only faced the dynamic duo of uh, John Stockton and Carl Malone. I remember, he's, and he's not trying to, like, slander these players and saying that they're not good enough. But you could also argue that LeBron had to go up against, play, had to go up against, a team with four all stars. I, I mean, like. Yeah. Uh, you go. You if go. if you compare, okay. So, this this is the most entertaining part of the discussion for me because if you compare both eras, right? I think it's undeniable that this era right now is the one with the most talent. Do you agree with that? That this era I, has the most talent. I, I completely agree with that. So it's just it. So it comes down to what do you factor in more? Do you factor in? I mean, do you? think that having a tougher league is more harder to go against or a more talented league is harder to go against because LeBron in this era is facing the most talented era but Jordan faced the most toughest era so it just like it just goes down to what do you think uh what circumstances do you think is harder to go against and I guess just what do you what do you believe in more so I don't know it's it's you can argue so many sides so many factors when you when it comes down to this argument but I just don't know why like you said I don't know why 
having this documentary made this discussion wait i know i made this this discussion come up but i don't know why it made the slander of players like lebron james come up because it really was not about lebron at all it was about the dynasty it was about jordan and i just don't know why we can't appreciate that yeah so let's i mentioned isaiah thomas a little bit earlier and i know that they talked about how jordan didn't play and play a factor into Isaiah Thomas not making the dream team. What do you th- and recent a recent interview popped up where Jordan actually ta- said that he would not play on a team with Isaiah on his team with Isaiah Thomas in particular the dream team. So what do you think? Do you think Isaiah Thomas a deserved to be on the dream team, and b do you think Jordan had a had an impact, like a final say? Jordan was the most influential player in the 80s and 90s. So to say that he didn't have an impact would just be crazy. I mean, he said, Jordan said that he didn't have anything to do with uh, Thomas not making the dream team. But I mean, you look at the dream team, Isaiah Thomas definitely could have made the dream team. I mean, he's, I feel like he's a top five, he's definitely a top five point guard of all time behind Magic Johnson and Stephen Curry. I mean, it's just, it's crazy that he didn't make the dream team and it's kind of it would be entertaining to look back on that and just see what that would have become because it would have been the best players you know on that facing each other so i mean it's just disappointing i do think if you ask me did michael jordan have an impact i do think that he had an impact on him not making the dream team because like i said he was the most influential person in the 80s and 90s and all of basketball so yeah i just it's just unfortunate what do you think I think he did. I, I truly think he was the m- m- main factor into why Isaiah Thomas didn't make the team. But I don't think he was the enti- he was the entire reason. I think he was the main reason. Because I know that people like Magic, people like Larry Bird, they did not like Isaiah Thomas either. And because of that, they also might have, they, because of their rela- that relationship, that might have also been a reason why. But I do think Isaiah Thomas deserved a spot on the Dream Team too i mean he okay so i believe it was 1989 and 1990 where they won back-to-back titles uh correct me if i'm wrong yep. and he That's won right. finals mvp um and he made i believe he made every single all-star team from 1982 to 1993 so i mean his accolades just spoke for themselves his play spoke for itself i mean he was he was the best point guard behind Magic Johnson in that era so I just don't know how a player like that a player with those accolades a player who made all NBA first team from 84 to 86 did not make the Olympic squad I don't I don't know I don't know yeah okay and lastly so Scotty Pippen was interviewed recently right after the last dance and he mentioned how Jordan completely lied about what he about like the last dance lied about Jordan and it changed and it made him seem like it didn't make him seem like the person he truly was so what do you think of that all right so yeah Scotty Pippen I don't think he gets enough credit I don't think he gets enough credit for what he did for that Bulls dynasty I mean of course everyone's gonna look at Jordan everyone's gonna look at the main person at the forefront of the dynasty and of course that was Michael Jordan no one's you know, no one's knocking that, but I mean, in the first couple episodes, you just saw the, what Scottie Pippen had to go through. I mean, he, I believe he got a contract for seven million dollars, eight, seven, not seven million, but seven years, eighteen million dollars. I mean, in in this era, I get 
two different eras, two different times, two economic, different economic states. But just look at what his contract was and what Michael Jordan's contract was. I mean, I believe he was in the hundreds. I believe it was like the 118th around that area of highest played players in the league at that time. And it just goes to show how underappreciated he was for his contributions. I mean, on the offensive end, uh, he was their second scorer. On the defensive end, I mean, people talk about Dennis Rodman, but Scottie Pippen was also a, one of the best defenders in the league. So, like I said, he does not get enough credit. Um, and I don't, I can't really speak for Michael Jordan lying because, you know, it's kind of he said, she said, you know, there and here and there. But I do believe that Scottie Pippen was underappreciated. Yeah, and also, I also think that, like, going towards, like, whether or not Pippen is telling the truth or not, I think he is. Because this isn't just going to come out of nowhere if you, if you like, I, and I think that it makes sense. Because if Jordan thought that this would make him seem like the bad guy, right, and there wasn't, like, that, there wasn't that many instances where you could say, yes, Jordan is a complete and utter bad guy from what he did in this moment. It seemed like there, I just didn't really feel like that. I felt like he was extremely hard on some of the players, but it wasn't shown constantly. And because of that, that's why I think what Pippen is saying is true. I think he's telling the truth. Yeah, he he might be. He, I, I mean, like you said, it can't come just from, I don't know where. I mean, he... I believe Scottie Pippen was a really good person. I don't believe he would just lie about something like that. And he was, I mean, a lot of players, you can uh, check the documentary or whatever, a lot of players, including Horace Grant, including Scottie Pippen, were kind of angry about how they're portrayed in the documentary. So I believe that, you know, it's just not one person. It's just not Scottie Pippen. It's, it's a bunch of players, Isaiah Thomas, Horace Grant, who were, you know, kind of affecting neg negativ neg negatively by Michael Jordan, uh, probably because of Michael Jordan's ego, because he was the biggest star in the league, not just the best player, but the biggest star. And he had so much influence uh, on players, on coaches, on teams. So, I mean, Scottie Pippen, I don't, like you said, I don't think he'll just lie about something like that. So, I mean, you can debate whether Jordan was right, Scottie Pippen was right, but I do believe, like I said, I do believe Scottie Pippen deserves way more credit than he's given for. Um, I get that Michael Jordan is kind of mad that he delayed his surgery uh, to prove a point, but still, underappreciated. And I mean, when you have so many people who are outraged, uh, sort of, at Michael Jordan uh, for being egotistical, for being uh, kind of selfish at times, I mean, some at some point, you know, you have to believe the other side. And I do think, I do think that there's some truth to Scottie Pippen's. There may be some truth in Michael Jordan's argument, too, but, yeah. I just don't think he'll lie about something like that, like you said. All right, and this is our last thing before we wrap up. Do you think – they talked about this at, during the very last episode of The Last Dance. If they ran, if the Bulls ran it back, Phil Jackson came back, Dennis Rodman came back, Steve Kerr came back, Michael Jordan came back, Scottie Pippen came back, would they have won championship number seven? No, they would definitely would have not won. I mean – after okay, so first of all, Jordan, how old would Jordan be at that time? I mean, like Ooh. 30, 30. He was that was after he quit basketball. I mean, quit basketball, went to baseball, and then he joined the Wizards. So he 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 definitely would have been entering 
like not entering like the phase where he's out of his prime he's exiting his prime so in terms of michael jordan i don't think that um i don't think that he'll he would be as effective as he was in his prime uh where the bulls won six rings and also scotty pippen scotty pippen he also had multiple injuries well not multiple but he had a couple injuries he had surgery and i don't think he'll, he would be as effective and he was also aging and it was like it was the matthew johnson era the larry, larry bird era uh with the lakers dynasty coming up so i don't think that he would have won that ring seven and i kind of glad that he didn't you know make it to the finals because the six and no just the six and no it looks good by itself. I mean, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to change that. I think the six and zero would have looked better than six and one, definitely. Yeah, I think because of Pippen's injury concerns and because of MJ's growing age, because Rodman's getting older and stuff like that, because Pippen wants a new, improved contract coming up. I just don't think all the pieces. It could have. It definitely could have backfired. In the on the role for that seventh championship, and they've basically proven all they needed to do. All they've proven that they they have won six championships, two three peats. I just don't think it was worth. I just don't think it was worth taking the chance on the possibility of Pippen getting injured, MJ on the decline, Rodman getting older, yeah. a bunch of the role players probably gonna want more contracts, trying to retain them. I think it just wouldn't have all added up. Yeah, and I mean, there were issues with Phil Jackson. I mean, Jordan not wanting to, I believe Jordan did not want to play with Phil Jackson. Uh, so, I mean, there would have been issues there, potentially getting a new coach. I mean, I just don't know how that would have worked. Phil Jackson was probably the best coach that the Bulls could have had at that time. So I do not think that they would have won that. And anyone who thinks that, I mean, you just got to be realistic, I mean, I mean, there were just so many issues with that Bulls team with Scottie Pippen's injuries, uh, Dennis Rodman uh, going on a decline, Phil Jackson uh, having issues with Jordan, the front office having issues. So I just think that there's too many factors, too many issues going on to where you can realistically say that they would have won that 1999 championship. Even even I, go there. Yeah, you can go. Yeah, you can go. You can go. Oh, okay. Um, well, that's all we have today from the A&M show. From Andre, I'm Miles. We'll see you next time.